This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Metro, what did you see? You'll have to see it for yourself. The heroes edge into the room of statues. What What does this mean? What are they... What are they portending? And what they discover there... Oh, shit. Oh, man. Whoa. ...will shock them to their cores. Hold up together. Come on. This is what they want you to do. Come on, now. And distract them from what happens next. They are standing there. Everybody roll a perception check. Oh, no. The adventure continues. Uh, in is my spare really? time, I prep adventures for my friends. <laughs> so let's play Giants. <laughs> you don't prep these adventures. <laughs> sure, I make most of this up. No. Oh, hi. I didn't see you there. My name's Skid Mara. I'm on the Glass Cannon Podcast. And in fact, this is the latest episode of the Glass Cannon Podcast that you're about to listen to. I uh, just wanted to give you guys a heads up uh, that uh, we still have some tickets available for the L.A. show at the Bootleg Theater on October 5th. Uh, if you're going to be in the area, check that out. Also, check out our merch store. Uh, we've got some more dice that have been released along with more Praise Log shirts in all sizes and our new Satisfactory shirts highlighting that infamous scene from Androids and Aliens that you all love so much. And um, that's pretty much it. Uh, enjoy this latest episode of the Glass Cannon Podcast. I am excited for this episode. <gasps> He's back. I'm back. He's back, baby. You know, I was sad last week. I'm excited this week. I'm excited. Well, I was a little nervous. What's changed? <gasps> Why? Well, it's hard. I, I can't get into it now, but maybe the end of this episode or next week episode, I can get into the nitty gritty of why uh, my excitement is tempered by a little bit of fear fear wow yeah there's just uh, a lot of moving pieces um as chess, pieces, chess pieces perhaps checkers pieces. pieces um you know obviously we ended last week on a on a real juicy cliffhanger that i i don't think anybody saw coming um certainly not especially when uh, most of the episode was just uh Hard rods and collapsing walls. <laughs> Sandwiches. Sandwiches. Grinders, hoagies, and rods. <laughs> God, I love sandwiches. <laughs> and then uh, Invisible Metra goes into a room full of statues and a mural, sees her daughter crudely drawn on the wall, looks up to her right, sees a statue of herself. What is going on in the grinder? I don't know, um, but there's just there's just a lot happening here, and um, I'm excited, but I'm nervous. I think this is a, a, a moment. Uh, this is a special episode. It's 2:24, so we're getting really close to 2:50, which uh, to me is is a is a real real important episode. I feel like is 251 <laughs> the beginning of the march to 300. I know we're on it, but is it? Like I don't want to say, Grant, but yeah, it is. It is. Oh, 251. Wow. That's the official start? The official march to 300 wow. starts at 251. So. I got my boots ready. In, uh, in a short 26 weeks, half a year, we will begin the march to 300. But uh, right now, 
uh, we're on the, the the mini march to 250, which I'm excited about. And I know Matthew. I've been looking forward. I've been looking forward to the march to 250 for so long. I don't know what I've been told. <laughs> Troy sucks a mighty load. <laughs> Sound <laughs> off one two. That's not nice. That's <laughs> really mean. There was. I'm sorry, Troy. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I was. I've been. I've been enjoying the march to 224, which has culminated today. Congratulations, everybody. Thank you, Matthew. Happy birthday, Matthew. <laughs> He's 12. Arbitrary milestones. Hey, I think, it's, I think it's something to be. 250 episodes is no joke, man. Neither is 224. Well, neither is 253. Is Those are both jokes. <laughs> Matthew, when you turn 30... Uh, you'll treat that as an important milestone. I turned thirty some time ago. Yeah, uh-huh. six months ago. Yeah. Oh. When you get your driver's license, you'll be excited. Well, I mean, I had it for a while. All right. I was really excited. Things got after the end of last week's episode. Why? Really, really. Tell me why. Really. Why? Well, there, because there, I mean, my head would just started spiraling. Tell down me why. What. Thank you, Troy. Don't want away. You guys just want to sing? What? Yeah. You just want to <laughs> Grant, you don't know the lyrics? I know, and the, the, that's a Backstreet Boys song, right? No, yeah. my joke. Continue yeah. on your thought. You <laughs> well, first of all, Angel's, Angel's favorite band is the Backstreet Boys, anyway. Oh. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I'm shaking that <laughs> off. Uh, off. What was I saying? Uh, no, it's just, you know, partially because it's Metra, uh, and I love that story, and I love the Della story and the Metra story, and so that's just awesome. Uh, but. You know, you take that a step further and what is happening that they're doing this as like a mural. You know what I mean? Like, it's one thing to have like dummies set up on top of a mountain that you're throwing rocks that's at. The, well, that's the thing. Like, we no. have run into this before. Yeah. But this is a way more elaborate. And- yeah. Almost as if someone is like doing like a prophetic sort of like like t- t- trying to culminate some prophecy. But or that's something. the thing, too, is like this is something that we've kind of ignored or glossed over in other uh, at other points. But in lore wise, like in Galarian prophecy, like the art of prophecy died with the god Aridon like mm. 150 years ago. Mm-hmm. So there's no there's no there's no prophecy per se anymore, like extant right now. So, well. Uh, viable prophecy or, or or real prophecy, right? There are still right. people that could claim that they have the power of prophecy, sure. but and yes. there are people that do, but right. but yeah. Remember going all the way back to book one, the cave under the uh, uh, or with the Blood March Hill, yeah. yeah. Um, the skeletons, you and the, found the tomb things of, that seemed connected, yeah. destined Uscroft. to you. Uh, and yeah. this, you know, there's nothing to say that this isn't an older prophecy. Right, right. So, right, yeah, it could be not, yeah, curated by the fire giants, or no, but you know, they could be looking to it. I mean, this could be why they came to Ash Peak Mountain. Yeah. But that's what's you fun know, about uh, pro- that would be crazy. They could also be misinterpreting the prophecy altogether. Sure, if it is a real prophecy, it's that they, they could be thinking that they're going to be here to stop us. But you know, we could be the ones that are the heroes. Who knows? Right, everyone way, thinks so. they're the chosen people. Right. Um, and either way, my point is that I was very excited about it because uh, I think there's a lot potential for really fun story but now now i'm you've got me nervous about it i wasn't nervous at all walking into this episode i was like this is exciting but now you're doing something weird and it makes me feel like you're gonna like have no choice but to start killing people i mean as much as i love the the curveball of 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 seeing della or 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 someone that reminds us of della on the wall and, and her mom right there there is something archetypal 
about Ar- walk- archetypal. Archetypal. <laughs> Listen, typical. Troy recently said. <laughs> Troy recently said something had a patina on it instead of a patina. No one said shit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it was a different um, show too. It was. It was. A- <laughs> you, you knew. You knew where it was. <laughs> All right. Thank God. Uh, and he had it written down. This was off the dome, extemporaneous. Uh, the point is, is that there is something uh, very uh, tropish about. A room full of statues in a dungeon. Tropical. Yeah. Tropical. Tropical. Right. Yes, it's <laughs> Tropical Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> it's the room of Tropical Thunder. <laughs> so I'm excited to see But yes, um, you're right. I'm excited to see like what we have to do to deal with it. Like I've been like twists. thinking I've I've been personally I've been thinking about the show I think have you guys watched The Prisoner the show The Prisoner the, the original the show OG, I watched like yeah. four or five yeah. Apps, yeah. I um, I mean I was a huge fan growing up it was my one of my dad's favorite shows he used to watch it together on Sunday nights on PBS um, it is it, it, it really like and I just it's on Prime now anyone who has Prime who hasn't seen it or has seen it in the past like please like go check it out it's really I fucking it's good excellent. It's oh it's amazing so, it's so good and by the way the star and one of the co-creators <laughs> d- wrote and directed the last episode, Patrick McGowan, from Irish actor, born in Astoria. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, right We here. truly walk in the footsteps of giants. I've always wanted but, to, like, do a campaign in a setting like the island. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's so great. It's one of the things that I love, which is, like, the secret agent stuff. Yeah. But it's, like, combined with this kind of, like, weird psychological... Be seeing like, you. Yeah, be seeing you. Um, but this is making me think of that again. Yeah. That and the book, The Magus, which is which is like kind of inspired uh, the uh, the prisoner or vice versa. I can't remember which was which, hmm. but it's like this kind of like the, the chess game. Like that was one of the features in the show was like this living chess game. Right, right, right. Um, so, I, th- but it's it's one of the things. And I'm also watching Legion now. Like I don't know if you guys have been watching that. Have you ever seen it? But it's it's really it's pretty good. It's really good too. And it's like it's a kind of like psychological kind of like kind of torture kind of like manipulation. That's what this feels like too. Hmm. Hmm. It's certainly not so, what you were expecting. No, it's it's not. It reminds me of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three, Turtles in Time. Archetypal. Yeah, I was wrong. Sorry, I just had a player. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man. Archetypal. I want to make sure. Archetypal. Sorry. Just wanted to make absolutely sure. There was a third Archetypal. Teenage Mutant. This is the original the Teenage. The original movie There series. was a third one of them? Yes. And the original, uh, the original April came back, and Elias Cotillas as Casey Jones came back, and wow. they traveled back to feudal Japan. Did uh, Vanilla Ice do a song for that, No, that's, too? that's number two. That's two. Okay. Yeah. You know what fucking bugs me about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <laughs> uh, what, what grinds your gears today? Well, what really grinds me gears? When that, when that launched as a comic back in, like, I think it was 86. It was gritty. It was very gritty. Yes. Um, Raphael was a psychopath. In that book, he was he was a violence loving murderer. Uh, Casey Jones was basically Jason um, from the Friday the Thirteenth franchise. It was very different, and then they sold it to to have Fox Kids or whatever Bondi Fox Namco or something. Yeah, yeah. and then it's like it turned into a kitchen. We love pizza, and it's just like no, they love murder. It's, you go back, they love murder. <laughs> it's oftentimes in in terms of talking about the intersection of art and commerce when you discuss the role of the Medici's and the Renaissance. But you're talking about Hasbro. Was it Hasbro that bought the Ninja Turtles, or who was it? it might have been. I, yeah, I think it was Hasbro. Yeah, they but they brought the Ninja Turtles and they took them away from the murderous psychopathic 
Psychopiffle. It was beautiful. Psychopiffle. Psychopiffle. Then you wanted. I believe it's psychopiffle. But that was a great. That was, that was the thing too. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> it took me 224 episodes, but I finally learned how to shit on myself. You got it. it feels good. You finally. He's well growing. Done. You're in it. Well done. Uh, but there was a, there was a great tabletop RPG based on the comic book franchise. Also, uh, back with Palladium did they did the riffs. Uh, uh, RPG franchise, uh, the Robotech, like all those things. It was really good. And it was based on that. And it was very weird, very violent, and really cool. And they made it all uh, super dumb by turning it into what they turned it into. And uh, God bless Eastman and Laird for getting paid, but fuck them in the same uh, breath. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I didn't mean to incite that. I'm sorry. Little I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't help myself. I was going to follow up just asking who everyone's like, favorite turtle was. But. A Donatello. Uh, um, Michelangelo. <laughs> He's a party dude. Leonardo. Course. I'm a Donatello guy. Fuck all of Who are you, Joe? <laughs> Michelangelo. Oh, nunchucks, dude. Ah. Come on. So front door. <laughs> Skid would be a Donatello. I it's like, like being a Yankees fan. <laughs> <laughs> like Michelangelo. Oh, come on. You watch Red one Sox game fan. a year with a brand new hat on. <laughs> Those are the Michelangelo fans. <laughs> dude, Michelangelo. Nunchucks? Yeah. Dude, he it's liked, all about the weapon. He liked ice favorite. cream on pizza. And he was a Most psychopath. people that like Michelangelo don't even know the names of the other three turtles. Oh, Moving on. Wow. I, just, <laughs> I just realized Thune has evasion, so he gets those hit points Oh, back all right. That's night. awesome. Yes. Wow. Give it up for Thune. Yeah. Nice job, Good Thune. Good job, yeah. Thune. See, that guy, he just takes a licking, keeps on ticking. What was Raphael's weapon? Uh, size. Damn it. Come on. Please. I used to sprint home from church to catch it. I was like, ah! I can't, I have no time for coffee hour. We'll see the turtles in Renaissance Dippy. I used to it's know. ironic that the Renaissance painters would paint scenes of Christ in his story, and you would run home from church to watch so them. Nice. Anyway, you know who has Did an Leonardo early role? have a katana? Was yes, two of them. Yeah, two. Sam Rockwell has a, a small shot. role in the, in the first Turtles movie. Is that so true? I, yeah, he's one, of the, he's, he's one of the Foot Clan, like, like really guy, like, in training guys he's like he's wow. the one who tries to like he has the two different he has the two different cases of cigarettes and he's like menthol or and then they're like and they're like menthol and he, that's him wow wow want me to tell you my meeting sam rockwell in central park story i mean just hanging out a couple old friends man but listen we gotta move on <laughs> out in central park with bill murray yeah out in central park with sam rockwell busy guy but uh, in Is my spare really? time, I prep adventures for my friends. So let's play Giants. <laughs> you don't prep these adventures. Sure, I make most of this up. All right. Metra, you know what? Let's just, let's just go to the videotape here. Let's take you to the map. Oh. This map is large. <laughs> oh, that is a big map. Wow. Look at Metra, that little P. Beep. Where am I? Oh, this is not oh, looking. This is not looking. So Holy much. crap. Like that's a chest huge. No. It does not look like a chest set. No, no. It would be, uh, you see those nine statues there, and there's more leaning against the wall. Right now, there's just, like, three there, but imagine there's more. Um, you guys, uh, meaning everyone that isn't Metra, are back in that tunnel. Um, 30 feet away or so, but Metra, you look up. As we ended last week's episode, you look up, and you see a very, very crudely forged statue of you and you know it's you even though it's like got armor strapped to it very awkwardly armor. yeah um 
which you're not wearing. I don't know. I don't think you're wearing armor as a sorcerer. Um, this well, is some kind of. You. But you're not wearing like half plate like the no. statue's wearing. But you know that it's you. Is this some kind of like idealized version of Metra? No, no, like a heroic, heroicized. It looks like it was made by someone who's clearly not an artisan, but was huh. directed to make a statue that looked. Like and these her. statues aren't fixed to the floor, are they? No, they're on pedestals, um, small pedestals. The, and the armor is an actual armor hanging on it's stone. actual physical armor wrapped around the statue. Oh, well, I wonder if they're, like, practicing on it or something. Or worse. Um, can, I do, can I do a perception on the statue? Wait, what's worse? <laughs> Matthew, what, what do you mean? Fucking them? Jeez! <laughs> what do you mean? Jesus. This is gonna. I mean, the they're going to come to life and destroy us. Oh, that oh, would be worse. Oh, that would be worse. Well, don't think of J. Edgar Hoover. What brought that up? <laughs> if you think of J. Edgar Hoover, J. Edgar Hoover will appear and destroy us. Yep. So just clear your minds. We only have one shot at this. I try to think of the most innocent time of my life. My Ray? time back at camp. Ray? What did you do, Ray? What do you do, Metra? Uh, I would like to roll a perception on the this, this statue of me and mm-hmm. try to understand what's up with it. Okay. Do it. Uh, 30. Roll perception <laughs> on the statue. Grant. Oh, sorry. Grant, I'll try try too. You look at the statue. <laughs> and it's very, very uh, surreal because it's like not grotesque, but it's like a statue that would be made by a, uh, you know, a child, like a, a cigarette tray that a cigarette or an ashtray. Remember, you, you like you used to make an ashtray at camp, yeah, <laughs> summer like camp. Kinder- yeah. What an odd gift now. I like, know. Like, hey, like child, a, make an ashtray. If you make an ashtray if you change smoking parents <laughs> when you get home. <laughs> but I mean, it's got that kind of like awful look. To it. Teacher now, has man. a cigarette hanging out yeah. of her mouth while she's helping you make now, it. Here, now let's like, get the glass blower. I make a brandy snifter for your dad. <laughs> <laughs> make a switch for your dad. <laughs> Beat you with. Uh, you, I know. You, you look forward to this. Oh my God. You look up, and it's just kind of looking at you like with a really strange uh, look on its face. Uh, like, but you know it's you. Um, it's not moving or anything, right? No. It's got armor, and like one of its arms is out like it's casting the other arm behind it. Uh, I'm going to slip back towards the others. <laughs> Okay. And uh, as I'm going, do I recognize any of the other statues as I pass by? Um, so you walk by uh, the one down here in the lower left. Uh, you don't recognize it. It's a, a larger uh, male human. Um, and then the one in the middle is also one you don't recognize. How tall are these statues again? Uh, they're about anywhere from you know five and a half feet, because there are some dwarfs uh, even smaller, to... Uh, you know, but they're seven. like they're like life size to the. Oh, they're not yeah. oversized. No, they're not oversized. Oh, yeah, that's not what I was picturing. They're humanoid sized, <laughs> but they look giants are humanoids, right? I mean, <laughs> small, uh, medium humanoids. Got it. Medium humanoids. Sorry, but they look sorry. Like the on the map, they look like pretty big. Yeah, they look huge. Are the pedestals really big that they're on? Um, the the pedestals are. Yeah, I mean, imagine that the the size on the map there. Those are the pedestals, but the actual statues are, are just regular size. Yeah, medium life size. size, life size, life size, life size. Good, um, good work, Metra. If she can, we'll get to the gate and she'll make a a small noise, like to signal them all to come in. Okay, the room is empty. Metra, what do you see? You'll have to see it for yourself. But the room appears to be empty. 
Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Got real ominous real uh, fast. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, You'll have to see for yourself. <laughs> You'll have to see. <laughs> Are you still daddy's little girl? <laughs> uh, Jimmer is going to come out and start making his way. He's going to look at this the the middle statue closest to us. There's a row of three. He's going to look at the middle one. Um, it's uh, a man, uh, a human man, looks like, mm-hmm. um, and he has a bow and arrow drawn, but you don't recognize him. I don't recognize him? Mm-hmm. And he all know who this guy is. Turn for us. Darren will walk up to Jimmer and take a look, and at any of the other statues he can, and he wants, Grant wants Baron to see what Metra saw, basically, so mm-hmm. he's maybe trying to angle towards that. So, Perception? Uh, you don't even need to. Okay. You're, you're there. You're, it's visible. Um, the big hulking statue that you walk by appears to be four bears. Oh, whoa. And the one that Jimmer just walked up to looks like Nestor. Oh, Lion. no. Oh, my God. Oh my Baron God. just, his knee sne- sinks down, and he kind of grabs his head, and his his whole bandolier goes back. They've been... Prophesizing all of us. They've been predicting us coming. They've been telling us we're reincarnated from old giant heroes and then we strike them down and the further we go down here, they... I'm sorry, y'all. I'm hey, not Baron. making... <sighs> Baron, here, Jimmer puts his arm around him. Hold it together. Come on. This is what they want you to do. Come on now. What about the ones up against the wall? You're saying you know these people? Yeah, I do. That man there. That's four bears. He fought with pride and power Uh, like I'd never seen. He told me I'd just never seen him myself. That one there is the devious Nestor Coin. He took a man's life away from us before it should have gone. And now he's gone. Who else do I see? Anyone else so far? Do we have to move in further? Uh, you got to move in a little further. All right. We'll move in. Let me show you. Let me tell you who else is in here. I have a sinking suspicion that it's all people been on this path. So you continue walking in. And uh, sure enough, you start. It's like walking down memory lane. You see Gormley. Oh, my God. Over uh, here in the middle, um, if Jimmer's walking around, you're drawn to the middle one. You see Calabras. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Whoa. What about the ones leaning up against the wall? Leaning up against the wall, um, you see a half-orc that you don't recognize. One statue that looks like it's been completely beaten and cut up. You can't even recognize what it was anymore. Um, like destroyed, chopped at, beaten, and um, and the other one appears to be a dwarf. They ain't talented enough to get these up this fast. I and mean, Baron just mutters to himself, and he wants to see how old they are. Yeah, good question. Uh, so, what should I do for that to do determine a, the age? Do a carbon carbon dating. dating. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Uh, so I pull out my my uh, carbon dating. Nerdage. Um, you can do professional stone cutting. Okay, cutting. Nerdage. 
Uh, it's been a while. It is time for footage. Uh, twenty nine thirty one. If it's uh, Stone Cunning. Okay, and and where are, where are you in particular? Uh, so who do I see so far uh, that I've been able to see? I've seen four bears. Four I've bears. seen Nestor. Nestor. I've seen Galabras in the middle here. Where Gormley Jimmer is Gormley. I think I would have stopped my tracks at Gormley with Dalgrith by my side and been like. Now, this woman's hair looks crazy, but she had a mind about her and a way to, to control our enemies. And I, I, I wouldn't be standing here next to you, Dalgrith, if it wasn't for Gormley. Okay. Is, you have Howie on your person, right? Yeah, and how, yeah, I think Howie comes out of my jacket. Yeah. And, like, wow. looks up at it. and Yeah. You look up at Gormley, and uh, it appears to be... Less than a week old. Wow. Hot damn. These are less than a week old. He mutters to himself, do they look like they're strong and made solidly out of stone? Or Mm -hmm. is this like a Ghostbusters, I can hack through the empty body and Sigourney Weaver's inside? (laughs) No, they look to be pretty strong. Now, Metro, you're over there near the ones leaning against the wall. Uh, Like I said, you saw what looks like a half-orc, a dwarf, and uh, what was the other thing I said? Something had been hacked away. That been hacked, that's right, hacked, hacked away to pieces. Um, the one that's been hacked away and beat up looks a little bit older. Uh, you can tell, like, it's not a week old. I don't know if Baron's yelling out, like, this one looks like a week old. But, um, yeah, they all look to be of varying ages. But, for example, Gormley looks to be less than a week old. Wow. Yeah. Baron, do you recognize these? I'll walk over there. You walk over there and... Uh, you see Lork. <laughs> and I'm realizing now that you see Baron. So Metro, you would have recognized that it's Baron. Baron. Uh, leading the I wall. can't even recognize you anymore. You've gained so much weight. <laughs> it's a real fat Baron. It's just mean. It's just, uh, I, I was going for like... Type. Baron pulls out a hammer and chisel and starts cling, 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 <laughs> cling, cling, cling. Uh, oh, it's because this the statue is played by... Daniel Day Lewis, but Baron that's why. Oh, that's good, Matthew. There we go. That is go. pretty damn good. Uh, Dalgrith, you came up there to look, or you're staying? Back? No, no. When right. he walked away, I'm I'm staying back and sort of walking over towards this like altery thing here. What What does this mean? What are they? What are they portending? Uh, he, sorry, God. Baron spins around and looks for statues of Jimmer, Metra, and Dalgrith to see if there are any of those. Um, you there is Metra. You don't see Della. Oh, there is Metro. That's right. Um, but but a different Metro. Or what about Della? Is, we saw Della on the mural. Is there a Della statue? Um, if you roll a perception check. Okay. 29. Okay. Middle top up here appears to be Della. Oh, my God. Um, there are two more statues that you haven't looked at. Neither of them uh, appear to be a dwarf. But you see uh, on the far side up top here uh, what appears to be Sir Will. Where's oh, Sir Will? What's Sir Will? Uh, top, top left. left. Top left. Ah, okay. And then the one on the pedestal to the top right is unrecognizable. That's the one that's been... Well, one on the wall is unrecognizable, and then this one that's still standing here is unrecognizable. The armor, all these uh, statues have the armor wrapped around them, similar to the Metra statue. This one, however, the armor is cracked and split and laying uh, near the pedestal. Do you guys walk up there at all, or are you just looking? I want to check the one that's cracked and laying at the pedestal. That's right there. I'm thinking particularly, or Baron is, as he walks up to it, 
the deal that Brander wanted to strike by giving him the armor. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Baron, in his moan of weakness and perhaps poor leadership, did not demand that that armor be destroyed, and now it's out havocing all sorts of uh, destruction on the world and just thinking about armor, armor, armor as he's walking up to it and and what could be broken and cracked inside of it. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Thune, uh, as you're walking over to that one, is uh, on the other opposite side of the room just staring at this mural. (gasps) Just like looking at this story. It looks like it's being told across the wall. Is the unrecognizable one Thune because he's a shapeshifter? You don't know. You're over there now and you can tell like... I mean, you can't tell what it wants. Are there any was. PCs in our story that are missing? Uh, so far? Not plain. Well, I was like thinking, who do they hate the Lork's, most? Lork's other form. Elf Lork. Elf Lork. Yeah. Uh, and, and all the animal companions you have. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's everybody, though, right? As you're standing there. I think there, that was everybody. As you're standing there. Everybody roll a perception check. Oh, 15. A- Adriel. 26. Uh, 27. Or 37, I'm sorry. Okay. Baron, you're the first one to hear the shuffling of feet. Oh. Towards the northwest portion of the room. You're the one closest to that area. Uh, you're obviously to the northeast, but to the northwest. Out of uh, an opening in the door, you see a frost giant walk out. And he's got like a long, uh, bluish white beard um, like that comes down to a point. It looks like he has uh, braided blue and white hair that's braided into a mohawk. On his uh, on his head, with the sides of his head shaved, he's wearing a, a furry cloak that comes up to his uh, covering his ears, and he looks right at you and says, "Look at you." He's just calmly walking. <laughs> I thought it so strange. When Quivixia told us to shape these dummies into such particular forms. What difference does it make, I said in the most reverent tones, of course. Just slap some armor on wooden logs, and I will make legendary warriors out of giants who have never wielded anything but a club. I did it in Skiergard. I've done it here, and I will do it for the front lines of the Storm Tyrant's army when called upon. But no, no, she insisted. She insisted that the great oracle of the mountain had seen things. That legendary warriors on the opposing side were destined to make their journey here. Here to Ash Peak, and here to this very room. She said that some had already fallen, and some yet live, while others still exist on the fringes, 
unaware of their connection to the wars that are to come. As he's walking forward, you see other giants entering the room behind him. Oh, shit. I was instructed to step away. And step away I did from this room so that the great oracle could come here and paint what you see before you. What your friend seemed so interested in. So I walked away because one does not disobey the queen. But I had to stifle laughter. As the iron workers came and studied these drawings and then forged for me statues like that aging half-orc. This old woman, pointing to Gormley. And what was once a young boy who looked barely able to carry a mace, let alone swing it, pointing at Galapras. These were the legendary warriors destined to face off against Volstice. But I will admit, the dwarf who wielded a weapon I had never seen before gave me pause. (laughs) And now, that dwarf stands before me. I am not a pious man, but I believe in this moment I have found my faith. I've always preferred the cold, but perhaps the mysteries of the volcano are worth warming up to. He continues, just slowly walking forward, but keeping his distance as several other giants come up from behind him. Do you know what this room is used for? I don't. Combat training. The best and brightest are brought here for me to train them. The problem is, these dummies never fight back. Sure, we'll strap some armor on a slave from time to time, but they are target practice at best. I have been ultimately limited in what I can teach, you see. But now, here you all stand. A perfect opportunity to see how the training has been going. Let me stop you right there, Fred, and introduce myself. You may not be a pious man, and I might not be a dirty fiend, but right here in this room, we're the ones in between. And I'll tell you one thing, you talked about the best and the brightest. Well, my name's Baron Ashpeak, Sheriff Baron Ashpeak. I'm the best, and these three are the brightest. So if you want to get down to brass tacks and stop talking around the issue, we can get to it. We can give you the fight you've been waiting for. If not... You keep on blabbering your mouth. You'll be more tired by the time I kill you. (laughs) He, like, cracks his back and neck, and it, like, echoes throughout the cavern. (laughs) All right, then. Let the training begin. Oh, fuck. Roll for initiative. Oh, Oh, my God. I'm so nervous. Oh, 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 I'm 
I'm actually terrified. Let me show you what this dude looks like. Oh, jeez. I should have had him up the whole time. Yeah, you should have. I lost myself in the moment. Got in the zone. How awesome is that? He looks like Alistair Black on WWE. Anyway. Love his hair. He's got good hair. He's got good hair. Uh, all right. This is <laughs> this is huge. Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> oh boy! This is huge. He looks exactly like Alistair Black. He's <laughs> 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 Grant showing a picture right now. He really does. Like, he really, he really does. does. But he look like he looks like Alistair Blue. Cause there are Blue's there skin. are there are twelve people listening right now. Very excited. I'm very excited. <laughs> twelve. Uh, let me rearrange these young men and women here. Uh, so there's fire giants and frost giants. Now you'll see why I was why I was slightly nervous about this episode. Oh boy! As you see behind him, are a crew of three fire giants and two frost giants, Ugh. making it six giants against five <laughs> oh, legendary and this, warriors. This map is so huge. So Baron's behind the northeast statue, and he is currently 50 feet away from his closest teammate. Looking at the... <laughs> How far is Thune wow. away? Wow. Thune... Thune's going to have to use the run action to uh, get Thune, on the Thune to Baron is, as the crow flies, 185 feet. <laughs> 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 Holy moly. Well, well Thune's luck. only 190 feet away from uh, Dalgrith. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, Thune is also about that, that far from the giants. So... Oh boy! Guys, they might be giants. They they certainly are. Um, all right, let's go over. Let's go over initiative. This makes me nauseous. Okay, God, I'm uh, so sick. Baron, what do you got? Could not be any worse. Sixteen, a one oh, on the die. Oh no! He could, he, could, he could talk the talk, but he could not walk the walk. No, he wasn't I mean, ready. This oh. combat for you to do that to us is really, really <laughs> frustrating. Yeah, we're gonna take that personally, Grant. <laughs> you, you, you think he would have negotiated this guy? All right, let's keep on going. Wow! Wow! Okay. Uh, what about Metra? Not great either. Fifteen. <laughs> Dalgrith. You got those boots of haste. 27. 27 for Dalgrith. Useless. No, uh, useless with Metra and Baron. Thune rolled a solid 12. Okay. Uh, what about Jimmer? Uh, here we go. I'm going to save it. Natural 20 for 25. Jimmer! He's the best. Man, I can't. I want to get into this. It is round one. Oh, boy. It is ugly. <laughs> and it is Dalgrith's turn. Oh, man. Dalgrith, what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you, you going to do? I don't know, man. This is this is awful. I don't want to have a twenty-seven when Metra has a fifteen. <laughs> I don't want to live in a, a world. It's a serious problem. Uh, I mean, there's a way to fix that. Problem. I know, I know, I know. Uh, so Dalgrath is just going to this map is huge. He's just yeah. I mean, he is hundreds of feet from these giants. So I'm just going to move. Uh, I'm going to move to Metra. Uh, I'll move over to Metra in case she has something planned and just park myself there. All right. Uh, what's the plan? He looks at her wide-eyed, uh, <laughs> halfway terrified. Uh, and that's that's my action. So you just stay there. Yeah, I don't really know what else to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not going to double move into the middle and let them charge at me. So Did you have to move to Metra or you were already there? I had to move to okay, Metra. Okay, I wasn't sure. Um, blah, blah, blah. Okay, it is... Jimmer's turn. Jimmer's in a very similar situation here. Uh, 
Jimmer is going to make eye contact like two great NBA players. <laughs> like Kobe and Shaq. Yeah, what, do you, like, what does Jimmer think in this moment? Like, well, are you fired up about the prospect or are you a little like... But this is something. Well, it's something I'm thinking about. Like Jimmer is not a guy motivated by like rage or revenge or even like a great cause. He's mm-hmm. just a guy who does the work. Yeah, like he's a guy who drills constantly. Like in the morning, in the night, footwork, shield work, everything. Just basics, basics, basics. Like all the time. Yeah. And so he's just like he sees a threat, and he's just like. Just trying to think, like, what's the best way to? You're like the John Stockton of the crew. Yeah, exactly. And so (laughs) he try he makes eye contact with Metro to see, like, if if she is thinking about like shooting us over into the middle of all this or what. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Classic Stockton Malone (laughs) connection that he has. We're gonna start calling Metro the Postman. (laughs) She always delivers. It's the mailman. Uh, Uh, Yeah, postman. Same thing. The the movie, the post. Are you delaying your action? Um, Or do you want to... Metro, I can speak out of of turn, right? Sure. I was like, if we're going to... Matthew can't, but Metro can. I'd prefer if you didn't speak out of turn. Uh, I'll I'll try to keep it... If we're going to be moving around, you better get close. All right. So, Jimmer is going to act. He's going to take a five-foot step. Ah. Well, you know what? Uh, Actually, um, I could easily... If I just shortened my move by five feet, which would make perfect sense to do... Uh, then you you can delay, and then Metro can move and okay, move us, then I'll, and I'll then delay. you can still have your action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm sorry, cool. that might be uh, All right, so uh, Jimmer will delay then. It is the uh, the cool looking fire giant's turn in the back. Uh, he looks lame to me. The uh, <laughs> 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 he takes his pocket you get protector that out, throws it on the ground. <laughs> he calls me not. He's got tortoise shell glasses. Go back to precast. <laughs> glasses are lame, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he double moves to uh, stand. Uh, bear, bear, up, bear, bear. Up kind of like protecting his uh, boss man. Um, although, I mean, he looks pretty badass in his own right. Uh, so he's just going to double move there. And now he's, oh, obviously Baron's behind a pillar, but he's, what, 40, 60, 45 feet away from Baron? Give or take. Give or take. Um, and it is Baron's turn. Baron is going to swift action call down a judgment of sacred protection on himself. Mm-hmm. He is then going to go ahead and take a pot shot at the, the ringleader, the guy he was John with <laughs> beforehand. It's going to be 60 feet, so it's going to be outside of his first range increment. Kay. He's going to go ahead and spend the grit points <laughs> to resolve against touch AC at a minus two. Everybody's looking at you like, no, 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 no. This is important, though. It's one shot, so he's still going to be able to move a bit before anything happens. Uh, which might just give us enough time to <laughs> Every, deal with stuff. Everyone looks so nervous. I know, terrified. Uh, here it comes. Lawbringer. Is everyone, a, let's, uh, let's put a little bookmark in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> when we look back on the history of the show. <laughs> Uh-oh. Misfire. Oh, oh no. no. Troy, you uh, were probably feeling pretty upset about how your combats went the last couple of weeks, <laughs> but I got to tell you, 
the law of averages is finally catching it's up with all really, there. It's really that's catching the god up. I worship, the god of math, <laughs> the god of averages. Um, so uh, Baron's wisely, I would say, uh, saved on. his move action, spends another grit point to quick clear his gun. And he will stay where he is. Okay. So your gun Ooh. is cleared. Yes, it will no longer uh, explode if I misfire <laughs> again. Oh, good. But I'm down two grip points. But that's not bad because I've killed some giants at the end of episode, so I'm, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> it's Metra's turn. What? Gosh. Uh, wait, what did you roll again, Metra? 15, I believe. Ah, it is not Metra's turn. Oh, no. <laughs> it's his turn. The king of all the giants. Oh, God damn it. Uh, <laughs> he's going to come to me like, if you come with the king, you best not miss. What yeah. is that line? Come yeah. with the king. You you be- yeah. the king. Yeah. That's it. Uh, that was one. Thank you. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I just messed up Postman earlier. So. How do you shoot the devil in the back? What if you miss? All right. Uh, sorry, I was uh, just re-adjusting uh, here the initiative. Okay. It is his turn. Baron just shoots and misses a weapon I had never seen before. He is going to fuck, 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 <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck. So, I'm so excited. I don't even know what to do. And you just can't hide and I just can't it. Hide it. I don't. I don't. I know. Uh, okay, he is going to. Um, <laughs> he is going to move. Oh dear. Um, hmm. Oh man, I want to see how I'm going to play this out. It's just really interesting. I've never been in this position here with you guys. You guys have always got the jump on my guys. Yeah, um, especially in this book. Like everything we've we've got been able to jump right in the middle of you. He is actually going to move uh, up to uh, behind the pillar uh, that is opposite Baron. Uh, so to his north is a uh, a fire giant, and to his west is a fire giant. Grant is frantically uh, texting something. Texting Matthew. Matthew. Um, I think Grant has uh, some designs on how I can save him. Yes, I think yeah. that is. I'm <laughs> no, sure it isn't the most effective combat maneuver. He easily <laughs> saved himself last round. Grant uh, is the Steve Rogers of this group. <laughs> like he is the best tactician out of all of us, so I wouldn't I wouldn't make light of it. Uh, he, uh, he moves there, and that's all he does. That's all, at least you see, that he does. And it is, uh, now it is Metro's turn. <laughs> I'm going to share the text that Grant just sent to me. I said two. I <laughs> said two. Darkness, in all caps, exclamation point, and then concealment, exclamation point. The, uh, the radius on darkness is 20 feet. This room is much, much larger than that. <laughs> well, well, no, the locus said- of battle. I mean, I don't want yeah. the whole room dark, Matthew. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I can't help you with darkness, my friend. Uh, no, but later on. Anyway. All right. <laughs> when the shit goes down, we'll get 50% concealment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I ha- I have other things in mind, Grant. I'm trying to manage a oh, battlefield man. here. Oh, disintegrate against a fortitude. Great. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. It's already getting TPI. I know. That's how you know it's bad when there starts to be infighting in round one. You're an asshole. You're We haven't actually had any combat yet. Already backfighting. Metro's going to take a five foot six. Maybe if you made a character that had any mechanical relevance, it would be the situation. Oh, man. I wish I had said that to Forebears. Oh, Oh, man. man. Hey, he killed the Wicker Man. Digging into the past. 
Uh, Metra's going to take a five-foot step. Uh, first, she's going to, and then she's going to use her quickened metamagic rod to cast fly on herself. Ooh. How tall are the, wait, let me ask first. How tall are the ceilings in this room? Five feet. <laughs> That is excellent news. Oddly <laughs> enough, wherever the giants happen to be standing, it's 20 feet. Oh, oh so they're oh, locked up. Right. They're locked up. They right. move. Okay. Uh, no, the ceiling moves with them. Uh, oh. No, it's uh, 20 feet high. 20 feet high. Tw- no, uh... The giants are like 20 feet high. Uh, what, what is... It's the... Nor- whatever I've been saying so far. I think 20 it's thir- feet is what you've been saying. Is it what I've been saying? Oh. Well, then I... Pretty much. Well, well, how about this? If it's 20 feet, they couldn't walk up those platforms and still be standing. Yeah. yeah so bonk their heads. It makes sense right. Unless 30. the ceiling was elevated there. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, it's a natural be. cavern. Um, but, it, you know, if it does... Basically, the way the book says it is like, all the caverns are this unless it says differently. And it doesn't say differently. So if, if I've been saying 20, it's 20. But I may have been saying 30. So... Well... Let me... Uh, you, you tell me what I'm you want to do, and if, I'll... If the ceilings are that low, the fly doesn't make any sense at all. So, instead... Uh, oh, how, how long has it been since we came into the room? Uh, I'd say however long it takes to discourage you from doing what you want to do. I just want to know if it's been less than 13 minutes. Uh, it has been... You know, it's funny you mention that. It has been 13 minutes and 20 seconds. Yeah, I had a feeling. You just... <laughs> so it's no, bullshit. We uh, saw, like, two no, things. No, in all honesty, like, you've been in the room exploring, uh, I would say... So I'm no longer invisible, is what I'm, I'm trying to figure out. No, you're no longer invisible. Okay. Uh, so, okay, so that, my five-foot step, and then I will dimension door the three of us, Dog Wreath, Metro, yeah, and Jimmer. I'm very interested to see where you end up in this... In this, uh, yeah, I thought you might be this big old mess of giants. Yeah, I don't. Ha- Baron uh, changed the calculus on this a little bit, but uh, <laughs> couldn't believe he stayed there. Uh, yeah, so we're gonna hop over to the far, far fire giant. Oh my god! <laughs> You're gonna kill him! Oh wow! <laughs> oh, That's no. where I thought we would go, and I was like, "But, but, Baron, I don't have any way to help him." Yeah, I can't help him and us. So I couldn't even like I had a backup plan if he was within thirty feet, but then he moved out of out of that range too. Uh, By the way, Matthew, you already established this. You could talk out of turn if you wanted to. I was just letting you roll, roll, play your own character, buddy. Wow. <laughs> and then you were mean to me, so I didn't really feel that bad. About it. <laughs> well, that's, that's after the fact. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is some, some post-fact editing. Uh, you're pretty much mean to me all, all the time, Grant. Your hatred is well established. You oh, sent me a, vid- on. You sent me a video a, of dancing. Cherry picking. <laughs> this is how this party's going to fall apart. <laughs> Such uh, already. This is okay. not a good time to have infighting. So that's <laughs> just cast Dimension Door. That's the Dimension Door. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I'm going to use the Quicken Metamagic Rod to cast a Shadow Trap on the closest Frost Giant. So if you will please... Okay. Roll a will save. Yeah, uh, will save. Uh, this is Shadow Trap. Yeah, it's what I used on you before. Okay. Here comes my will save. Ooh, man, that was a bunch of different numbers, but it ended up on a 15. That's, oh. a, that's a fail, my friend. Yeah. That it is. Yeah. So okay. what happens, I don't remember. You are pinned to your current location. Ah, my shadow! Uh, and you're entangled, and it prevents you from moving farther than five feet from your original position. Yeah, it's so like I, Peter Pan! I have the entangled condition? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I can keep reading. 
Oh, once I pulled up again. Each round on your turn, the target can attempt to a new saving throw to end the effect as a full round action. Okay. Uh, if you're, none of your creatures are flying, so that really won't apply to you. <laughs> wow, so move at half speed, can't run or charge, minus two on attack rolls, minus four to dex. Except that you are pinned and can't move more than five feet away. Oh, in this case, I'm pinned. I can't move at half speed. Yeah, the, the, the shadow trap that spell just holds you to That's your... the extra part. It, I pinned your shadow to the ground. I, ah, you can't I don't like this. Move away from it. Uh, okay, and that is my turn. All right. Wait, did I drop us within where I wanted? The map is so big. Uh, yes, I think that's the best we're going to do. Okay. Moving right along. Also, Jimmy, you want to jump in? I'm going to take my turn. Jimmy would like to have the floor here. Jimmy's going to take... I'm nervous now. Run! Run! Oh, God. I've been having such good luck. Lately, I'm I'm very nervous. Oh, oh, you've been red hot, and you've already used both of your rerolls I've today. I've used my rerolls, so this is uh, this could be trouble. Let's see. Natural seventeen critical threat. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 let's one shot him! Wow. Let's wow. one shot him, bro. Critical! Critical! Uh, natural 19 on the confirmed. So. I believe oh. that will do it. Beautiful. All right. This one from Jeremy in Wisconsin. Just unbelievable. Hi, Jeremy. A lot of crits. Uh... Split in twain. Ooh. Oh, that's going to be a slashing weapon only, but you have a slashing weapon. I do. Your blade finds its mark on the side of your target. Target must roll a reflex save. Passing reflex save results in normal damage, and the target is no longer at risk. If the target fails the reflex save, double damage, and now the target must pass a fortitude save or be split in twain wow. and become permanently dead. Whoa. <laughs> what? Yeah, so it's two, wow. you get two saves. It's a death effect, essentially. All right, so I roll my saves first? Yeah, you get a one reflex save. And what's the DC? A 42. <laughs> the, my confirm, right? Oh, you rolled a oh, natty no, 19 actually, on the confirm? It's 44. So I have to roll a natural 20 to confirm yes. on the reflex save. And then save. you're going to have to roll a natural 20 on the fortitude save. Wait, it, <laughs> this seems insane. Read it again. If the target fails the reflex save, uh-huh. double damage. Right. And now the target must pass a fortitude save or be split in twain and become permanently and dead. And the DC is always the confirmation roll. So, I mean, he did insane. roll a natty 19 on the Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On his first natty 17 yeah. followed by a natty 19. Yeah, it could have been a... And you get two saves, but it's, uh, it's oh, so it's, high. This is, might be straight up permadeath. Uh, <laughs> all right, so... Oh, Jesus Come on, Christ. this is awesome. On, I'll, roll the this reflex, is awesome. I'll roll the reflex save. Okay. Uh, uh, 12, that's, that's a okay. fail. 12 on the die. So you get at least double damage even okay. if he rolls a natural 20. Uh, and now, uh, oh my God! Should I go back to neon green? Uh, GCP. So oh my God! Lavalley green has been rolling oh well. Oh my God! Uh, man, I uh, I'm gonna stick with Lavalley green here. Oh my God! This thing has been chained in twenties. It has been it has. all day. All day. Uh, another twelve. Yes! 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 You did, huh? Oh that my is shades God. of like Ingra Hilled. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean. That's yeah, the, I think that's the only the only the second time we've had a crit with the death. Uh, we're yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so that was on a card. Wow. So, so in, yeah. in one action, the odds have been even at least in terms of bodies. <laughs> oh, <Jimmy! laughs> 
Jerry like steps so, up. Shit. We Whoa. just blink out of existence, blink back in. <laughs> in the same instant, Jimmy just swings his sword and, and just cuts, cuts him in half. a fire giant. Yeah. Amazing. In half, right in front yeah. of his trainer. Amazing. It's yeah, like Berserk. Yeah. It's like Guts. It yeah, is. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> you know, the blood is spraying. I think he cuts, he like reaches up and like slices down, like cuts him like right, like underneath his sternum and like right down through his butt. I think it might get stuck on a sternum and then just like a little bit more first yeah, and it's just, ah, it goes all the way through. Spray of blood. Yeah. Oh. Isn't it, wait, isn't it? Isn't it good, fellas? Isn't he in the shower and he's like, Jimmy! Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, that's Jimmy! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wraith is just screaming. Yeah, yeah. The Lufthansa heist. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Yeah. Out. yeah, yeah, yeah. That didn't really work out well for everybody else after that, though. That, so. well, but that was ways. That was a way down. Though. They got a lot of fur coats before that. that. Those are the good days. Yeah. <laughs> what did I tell you? Oh, oh, what my. did I say? Okay, okay. And he feels the natural one coming. Natural 17. Followed by a natural 19. Yes. Permadeath crit. <laughs> yes. Uh. Okay. 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 Uh, so I'm done. You're done. Yeah. All right. Time for some giants to roll here. Oh, God damn it. We have, um, let's see. There are two frost giants left, two fire giants, and uh, the other frost giant, the one that was uh, talking but, mad trash. But he went already, right? He moved. He moved. <gasps> he did not take a standard action as far as you know. Or maybe he did. Don't worry about it, Matthew. I'm going to get to that. In the meantime, <laughs> the frost giant uh, nearest. Well, let's do this here. Man, I'm I'm like legit nervous. This is Dalgrith here. Yeah. Okay. So that frost giant is going to. He's pinned. He's pinned. He's the one that's pinned. So he can't move at all. He can take a five foot step, or he can spend a whole a full round action to attempt another saving throw. And that's reflex. A will. Will. Oh, it's uh, Will? You sure? Yeah. Okay. Sure, Will. His reflex is garbage now because of the entangled condition. So, because uh, of that penalty is to his dex. His dex is now five. Uh, God, okay. So you positive. E- yeah. And each round on its turn, the target can attempt a new saving throw to end the effect as a full round action. Hmm. Hmm. It's not a tough save. It's a first level spell. Yeah, but these, these guys aren't super spry. It's a Will save. I, oh, that's right. They're not super willful. Yeah. <laughs> Why could it be a fortitude save? Um, They're not smart either. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. Man. Just roll the die, Troy. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's worth it to him just trying at least. Spending the whole action. Oh, uh, 18? That passes. Okay. Oh. All right, I didn't think I, I had a chance. I figured at this level, your DCs are pretty high. That's a first level spell. First level spell. I, had okay. used, I was using the quick really good. You're, I'll, t- I'll give you credit where credit's due. You make you get more mileage out of low level spells than a lot of people that uh, I played with. Um, nice thing you ever said about me. You're welcome. You pasta eating jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say something mean right after. <laughs> can't let it keep yeah. going too long. Uh, Alright, so that's his full round action. He can't do yeah. anything. Um, okay, so he's just going to stay there. Like, I'm out! He, he unpinned his shadow from the ground. Unpinned his shadow. The uh, the other frost giant is like, Charlie! <laughs> Are you alright? <laughs> Talk to me, Charlie! 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 Say something! He is going to. He's going to create a unified front against Dalgrith, Metra, and Jimmer. There, come up to his buddy and s- just take a move action. And you see, he's like ready to fight. Okay, uh, let's move on to the uh, remaining fire giants. 
Okay? Let's start with the lieutenant, who I think is going to have the movement to get right up in Baron's situation. 5, 10, 15, 20, 20. Oh, oh, oh didn't he already move? Diagonal? Uh, I, I staggered the diagonals. I thought, gonna, that, I thought that guy already moved. He was one, I thought he was the first one to go. You might be right. I think you are right. You are right, Matthew. You are Matthew, right. Matthew, I take back everything I've ever said about oh, you. Oh, saved, just saved your life. Everything? Also, um, if I'm not mistaken, wait, last night do you know that, saved my life. Do you know that that's how the movement rules work Matthew, for sure? I thought yes. that your second diagonal doesn't matter when it is. No, no, it's as long as you if, you, if you intersperse diagonal movement with uh, lateral movement, it doesn't, this, the... It doesn't count extra. If oh. you go diagonal, diagonal, the second diagonal counts extra. Oh, I didn't think that was how it works. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I've been gimping myself. I'm, 100, I'm 99% positive about that. Okay, let's see here now, though. I think this fire giant is going to have the legs. Oh, you know what, though? He might not. He might not be able to get up in Baron's situation. Let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And with his armor, that's as far as he can get. You have to put, yeah, you have to put two uh, non-diagonal moves in between your... Well, no, it would still cost... Your third diagonal is actually five. Your second diagonal is always ten. I think Joe's right. I'm not... I mean, I said 99% sure. I've looked this up a a number of times. Anyways, it's not going to matter for what we're doing right now. So, uh, this guy is actually just going to double move and get right up in your business, Baron. But he cannot... uh, he cannot take an attack. However, he puts you in a really bad position. Sure. All right, so that is everyone, with the exception of Thune. Thune. Oh, no. Thune, I said, is just staring at the murals. He's staring at the murals, and he's just, like, lost in them. He's obviously aware of the fight, but he's so far from the fight going to take him a second to get over there and he's just looking looking at everything on the wall and he sees a young dwarven boy digging in the ground and all of a sudden it comes to life and yet again we see Baron as a young dwarf digging in the ground looking for something that crossfades into Dalgrith facing down the orcs of Urgir and then Jimmer losing his eye just being gouged out by Crixtus and a scene of Metra falling in love in the shadow plane One by one, these scenes fade into and out of one another. And as they play out, we move slowly backwards, and we're no longer in that chamber where all hell is about to break loose. Legendary heroes against the best and brightest giants. We move out, and we see that all these scenes are playing out in the face of a mirror. As the metrocene ends, the mirror becomes filled with clouds and then <laughs> winks back into just being a reflective mirror. And 
we see a reflection of a young, young girl standing there, looking back at herself. It's a young Feyraza Alset. We'll see you next week. What? What, what is going on? Oh, happening in this fucking place? Oh my god! Oh my Hello, my friends. Oh my <laughs> Hello, my friends. This is the volcano. My. The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts.